Comic Book Day, actually. And welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is once again, a week later, U.S. Comics Cast. HQ for all things comic book connected. We are John and Charlie Rivera, the co-founders of U.S. Comics. Charlie, happy comic book day. Happy comic day to you and to everyone listening and watching today. As always, we are brought to you by Bad Mary Band and Sergeant Finesse Gaming. If you haven't done so already, please hit that comment section like one of your rogues gallery has co-opted your superhero body and has run up a tab that you're going to have to settle up. John. Eventually. <laughs> John, you you like punched me for the music cue. Yeah, it's early. Sorry. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. You were so late. In the playback, it's gonna be excellent. You'll you'll hear it on the today. Playback. Other than far more arguing, we're talking about our second favorite bloodsucker, our actual favorite Spider-Man is back with an all-new superior number one, and John's gonna deliver, in my opinion, one of the most unexpected pitches of all time. Buck Rogers. Maybe by you, goddamn whippersnapper. We're talking Buck Rogers. Holy shit. Some one of us is. You're gonna get that checkbook ready. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, Charlie, we we have to begin at the beginning. I read right? that's a good position. When when you read right for once. Um, when you're dealing with the classics, classics get to be classic for a reason, regardless of the format in which you are imbibing that shit. Cause Paul knows. Well, we missed last week. I had to get sharp. <laughs> it took the entire week, Paul. It's basically like the thing's hair. It just, you need a whole team. Yeah, and no, I get that. It's a thing. It's like a pit crew. <laughs> um, But yeah, so, so we're talking about, look, vampires never seem to go away, which is appropriate considering their makeup. That's they true. do not die. Really? No sound. You you guys can aren't hearing Can us out confirm? there. Can I get a confirmation, please, that there is I'm no showing, sound? I'm showing that we're we're running live. Paul, can you confirm or deny? Unless this is an elaborate ruse. Alice, you can't do work. Jason Cornaccio, yeah, uh, the, the mighty Jay Cornaccio. Next time I see you, I got a present for you, Jay. <laughs> Because yeah. uh, if Jason Cornholio can hear us, hey, Alex, first and there's, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to dagnab it. Look, I'm sorry for the language. It's okay. I'm sorry. I think for it's the appropriate language. for the time era that Dracula came out. Like That's back valid. then, That's they were valid. like, "Heavens, Murgatroyd!" Uh, oh my goodness. <laughs> um. So in any case, yeah, in the vampire lore, I'm not really all that interested. Some people might say, "Look, vampires in the comic book format." That belongs, that's exclusively the territory of our boy Blade. That's right. Well, we are sitting here very... Ve that's Wolverine. We are very, very... I'll leave so many sound effects. That's fine, I get it. <laughs> we, are, we are highly anticipating still uh, Mahershala, uh, Mahershala Ali's Blade. Like, this is a Marvel project that does not ever seemed like it wants to crawl out of the coffin yeah. um but it's gonna have to eventually because i frankly i insist at this point give me the shitty wolf and cub version that they were like he's in 10 oh, don't do that yeah yeah you know at that point they would add another member to the young blade. avengers it's wait, like little wait. blade oh god forbid god forbid <laughs> fuck you young avengers but that being said um my boy 
Vlad Tempest. Oh, shit. Oh, the Impaler himself is just... Thanks, Alice. Appreciate you, buddy. Um, the, the Impaler is back in four-color funny book format. And, Charlie, it is done in such a way that... Mwah, 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 even a stake to the chest... Even a decrepitation, oh, even a terrible Dracula 2000 movie, which shockingly kind of is still walkable yeah. nowadays. Vitamin C wants I'm to show me her tits. Yeah, I'm gonna watch. Vitamin C tits get you through a lot. Those shits were like vitamin B's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but in any case, let's focus on the important. It's nice knowing your show, <laughs> it's, it's been it's been real. It's been real. Season um, assist from vitamin fucking C. Charlie, shit. I'm I'm gonna I'm going to. Hit the tennis ball right back your way, or Fuck the pickleball yeah. because of oh, the situation. I'm gonna hit it right back your way because I insisted, Charlie. You must check out this new. Uh, and again, I think the official title is Universal Monsters. Dot dot Dracula. Yeah. Um. And and uh, look, Universal has had has had as many stumbles in bringing their Universal Monsters. Yeah. Property back to popular you know popular culture but charlie i think this is the best way to do it first thoughts when i when i insisted that you check out this comic i book. I, I, I genuinely thought you were pronking me like i thought you were what? Setting, i thought you were setting me up with like look what they did to our boy yet again because we had oh. just watched a movie that's like fucking fine but the nick cage dracula movie with fucking beasts from from the new like was so you mean lex luther i mean hopefully that'll be awesome uh was like it kind of took the winds out of my sail because like unironically i think dracula 2000 is like a fun fucking re like re-up of that character and i think dracula is such a fucking awesome character with so much fucking presence, I'm just cursing my brains off. I know. There's something you got about a problem with vampires. I do, I do. I love them. Is the problem, and uh, you know, I I regular Halloween horror nights, and I think they always do such a great job with their monsters, right? I'm sorry, I, I just have like beta cuck. Uh, familiar energy when you made that comment. You're like, no, I love that. <laughs> I'll do whatever they need. I'll bring them a bird would, or two. I would be, I would be a very useful vampire. Settle down, Gizmo. Just, It'll be just, okay, bro. It'll saying, be okay. If that's up for grabs. If that, I'll keep it doing the little winglings in the back. Like, let yo, let's fucking any vampires listening and watching at home. Like, yo, I've tried this fucking oh, among the living shit. No. What what really immediately took me back though was I I wasn't particularly impressed with like the cover art. When I cracked really? it open, when I cracked it open though, I was not expecting the fucking feast of the eyes. It's another book, much a like feast for the senses, as it were. Much like our last fucking most recent recommendation, World Tree, uh, an absolute visually stunning, it's, it's a stunning comic, stunning book. to the point where as you were kind of giving your intro mm -hmm. i immediately have like the first question for you and it's like the story's good yep. i would argue that the art's even better and how do you capture something well, so visually beautiful yeah like no matter where the story goes now because i only did i was only able to fit in one issue mm -hmm. even though we're a week late i didn't return well there's only four yeah so that you don't you don't I have much pre-order you don't have much heavy lifting. There's three of the four have been released thus far. But for me, at it's time like, of record. At, at, for me, the big thing was visually, it's so striking. Yeah, it's so 
like glorious to see kind of all the vampire shit you want to see is in this and somehow more terrifying yeah. than if it was possible. Oh, Christian um, joining us. What's up, kid? It was as scary as Christian uh, come February 14th driving around tearing down uh, Christmas decorations because that is fucking cut off. My birthday is Christian's cut off. So, John, <laughs> if they just took this story, which I yeah. think would work, I think the beauty of it for me, at yeah. least one issue in, was that this is dracula's back baby and we're not fucking adding bells and whistles he doesn't have a motorcycle he's not fucking using an uzi to fight someone he's not smashing don't, a pop don't, star. don't speak these things into into existence fair bro. enough fair i enough. will i will hold you personally responsible so so look so as a dracula's my my guy right of all the monsters um dracula's my favorite um I, as far as like the vampires obviously it's not even not even a, a, a joke um, but the truth of the matter is that, like, all vampire, you know, uh, vampire stereotypes notwithstanding, he's one of these cats that has been rolled out and rolled out and rolled out and rolled out. And I think there is a reason why. It's because we feel like we all have ownership of the character. Yeah. Right? Uh, you know, I, I can't even remember at this point, 47 years later, when when Dracula first kind of, like, entered my personal sphere of of uh recognition you don't think it was right? like the t for me yeah it's like the tbs monster vision they showed all the fucking classic universal monsters i mean because i got to dracula i all my shit's in the wrong order because of you and very good brothering and very good parenting i saw young frankenstein first yeah so i'm like this is a romp so when someone was like want to watch frankenstein i'm like they made a sequel He's not so young anymore. Oh, Mel Brooks just cannot stop. And then I was like, they're surprisingly so, not a lot of jokes in this. So sincerely, you're, you're, I, you might have become aware of Dracula um, with the TBS rebroadcasting of those Universal Classics, but you were like, oh yeah, here we go. You know, at the, you you were down for that at that age? So I, I believe. Just the black and white, I'm sure. I gotta be totally you... honest. I think it was the Hammer color one I may have seen first. Uh -huh. And the Hammer one was like distinctly trying to not be universal. Right. So it was like a little rough around the edges for me. So I, you have to remember, man, I've been pretentious since like early. Oh, I know. I, <laughs> I know. Fuck. Um, no, so cool because of that, like there was something about the black and post clerks. Because again, I think it was clerks first. Then young Frankenstein. You knew young. You knew you knew Silent Bob before you knew Dracula. In black and white, because I remember my thought when you first had Clerks available to me. My first thought was like, "Fuck this black and white shit. That's for old timies." And then someone was talking about Cunnilingus, and I was like, "I'm gonna dedicate a large portion yeah, of my personality to this I'm, guy." I'm all in. So, so that being said, that being said, uh, I don't remember. I don't have a recollection. I think it was you being he in. He was. Huh. I think you were in that very first Universal movie he, as the baby. He was just always, just always present. And and Dracula was on the same level. I wonder if it was like Alucard. Like, do you think the Nintendo game was like your first fucking interaction? Definitely you were the perfect not. age for it. Definitely not, because again, don't forget these are. You're not fucking with Castlevania. These are are I know as an eventuality, absolutely. And and Ellis is right. Mexican Dracula does have. I always worry about you. A very very much a lot to say. I mean, Blackula has a lot to say too. Blackula, classic. Here here's the point: is that because Dracula has been part of the zeitgeist for so long that and everyone feels like, well, he that's mine. I can I can I can do what I want with that. We've had a billion the different iterations yeah. and variations and takes on the character. 
Um, again, I, I don't know when he was first there, but it seems almost that it's been so long. He's just always been there. Yeah. Right. I'm thinking like, well, Dracula's just Draculing it up out there and, and kind of doing what he's got to do. Now, granted, we went through that period of time and it was an extended period of time where people thought, ah, oh, well, vampires, <laughs> of course, of course, Nick, you don't trust Mexican Dracula because you don't trust any Mexicans. You racist fidget, son of a bitch. I saw. I, I forgot to see Nick the other day at our boy Sean's bachelor party. I haven't seen Nick at Tenacio in a minute. Nick, uh, I'm still a little drunk, but that was an awesome, awesome time. It was so yeah, good I, to see I, you. I gotta be honest. Uh, the other day, if not for some personal for me, I would assume Nick is a vampire because he hasn't been able to work out in like nine months. He still has some abs left. Nick, Nick he's losing like one ab every six months. It's bullshit. Nick might very much have the Benjamin Button situation nice. going on because I'm like how. How are you? How are you younger now? Except it's all like white. And, like he well, looks I mean, a little he, bit like you may have been he like. Can't, he can't help the whiteness. He can't have everything. Give, give him a break. Give him can't a break. Can't help the whiteness. What I say every time he dances. <laughs> I can't help the whiteness. But that again, that all being said, because we have gotten all these different iterations of the Dracula, the vampire of it all, we went through this stage collectively where people like, well, I want to tell a vampire story. But I don't want to. I don't want to use the the Dracula yeah. delivery system. But social media is the blood they use. So it, like, shut up, you I mean, fucking dweeb. Thankfully, I didn't That's see that one. That's my spec script. Oh, it boy. didn't go very far. Yikes, Christian, run, brother, run. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've had all these different. You know, uh, we've got uh, sparkling vampires and funny vampires and ethnic vampires and vampires that don't drink blood and. Uh, and and all these and we've got very romantical vampires that sleep in the same coffins together and French vampires and blah 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 fill in the blank. Now the only reason I can speak to those blood sucking some of bitches is because I'm like, oh cool, a vampire, yeah. right? So then we went to the to the next stage of my awareness and like Dracula, but wait, and then you've had all these these more current. Iterations again, probably starting with Dracula 2000. Yeah, my man, uh, you know, my my pre 300 Leonidas. Yes. Like, Look what I can do. Uh, um, uh, homeboy from that 70s show, he's like, I didn't rape yet, but I will. Uh, um, so, so these were early days, but again, that for me started it where they said bringing back the Dracula version. So yeah. then we had, uh, which to my opinion, uh, cinematically, um. The Dracula movie with uh, with Kanunu and and uh, yeah. and company, um, still my favorite version of yeah. the Dracula proper. Despite the French accent, the Dra yeah, well, I'm I'm easy breezy. Uh, still my my favorite Whoa, version of the proper. This Dracula. is problematic. I mean, it is. It kind of is. Um, but this is Dracula proper. This, this comic book. This Dracula. This is Dracula proper. However, I, I want to get yeah, before please. I forget the point. Charlie, the reason why I think the art being so important to this miniseries is because we think we know it. Yeah. We think we've already been kind of served that Dracula stuff. I mean, the there was a recent Netflix series, maybe two, maybe two years back. Awesome. It dealt specifically with the Dracula character. And the other thing that they love to do is to take the character and be like, oh, but what if it was today, though? Yeah. And, like, that's going to be the interesting take. Meanwhile, in the middle, uh, in the meantime, there has been all of this, uh, the, this entire period of time that we we don't know, right? Yeah. So we had 
Um, we had the the current version, which I've been hearing is supposed to get a sequel. The the Dracula, um, the boat Dracula, not the boat Dracula. That was the most recent one. It was named after the ship. Um, now oh, fuck, man. I would have been ready Uni- for this last Universal week. Universal monsters? Nope, nope. Um, this was the Dracula with uh, um, I forget this actor's name. Did he play like Gaston in the live action? Uh, Beauty and the Beast movie. Um, not a reference I can. He I can played. Place. I know you're very cool. You're very no, cool. not not even that. It's that my memory's dog shit. He played Zeus in uh, Immortals. Um, Someone in the comment him. section, Google it for if us. You, if you see him, yeah, yeah, Paul. It's the, the count, count on Sesame Street. A hundred percent is underrated. I agree with you there. And Ellis George Hamilton can do literally nothing wrong in my book. Um, whether he's playing Dracula, whether uh, he's He's playing Zorro, uh, whomever. Um, but in any case, that was that was kind of like a Dracula Unlimited or something or another. That took more place like him becoming Dracula. Yeah. Um, if you rem- if I don't know if you remember the flick. That that feels like one of those movies that I probably got very excited by the first trailer and then a second trailer I was like, man, I'm good. Like fucking uh, the Charlie, the, you ever live since, and ever die since. by the trailers. Well, again. I if I if I know I'm giving them my money, I won't watch more trailers. So that movie would have been helped by that. You're like the fact that I was maybe, I was like maybe, yeah I was like I'll watch it on on you know DVD. All right. Um, that's somewhat. That's somewhat. With uh, that being said, though, for me, the art is what made it visceral. It's like the the art is what brought me back to like oh fuck Dracula's scary because Dracula's been a fucking pimp for twenty years. And he got nerfed. he got nerfed to be like I know Paul was kidding, but fucking count the the count on Sesame Street being like I'm a vampire, I don't suck blood, but I fucking will help you figure out arithmetic. Like that motherfucker doesn't invoke fear, and it's a vampire. It's well, the vampire. Dracula is the vampire. So for me, the not the art, original vampire, not and not in that lore. But like definitely the big swinging dick like, of the vampire block. You know who I would actually Dracula. I was trying to think of like if they were gonna adapt this version of Dracula, like who would I wanna see do it? Mm. And for me, it's like what if Edgar Wright wanted to just go balls in with a horror film? I feel like he could bring the visceral nature to life because he plays with fucking color. He yeah. play and again his like some people call it a crutch because they're fucking assholes and they're jealous. But like he plays a lot of times with music. Imagine yeah. like if he just had a dark score. And well, he did the the um uh, the Soho Soho movie. That, that's true. Imagine like that right, even right up that ten right percent fucking darker. Because again, it? for me, Midnight in Soho um, or uh, something, something in Soho. In Soho. It, uh, I almost made a very inappropriate joke. Clearly, the, the and I bit my the tongue. British. I bit my tongue. I did it. I did it. I'm proud of you. Um, That's one. She's all grows up. She's all Um, grows up. But for me, it was like the the again. It's incredibly frameable. You take any single frame from this and you put it on a wall, and someone's going, "That's museum quality." One of the one of the fun things, Edgar Wright. That's right. I said Edgar Wright. No, I'm saying Ellis. Ellis has a little something to say. Oh, why every time? (laughs) Ellis fucking doesn't know how to work his headphones. He's fucking shit. (laughs) Mother pus bucket. My favorite is that he's coming from like different. Yeah, Ellis is like calling from different numbers. Like Uh, he he fucking he's watching us on MySpace. Ellis, you're the you're the the absolute best. But no, no, no. What, What I was saying was. And I, I do agree with you. I do agree with you that his as you should his his fangs have been uh, kind of like rounded, 
rounded off a little bit to a degree because people like oh you like dracula what about this you like dracula here's morbius but like even something to me even something like um i think an unintentional uh, unintentional unintentional uh you know um you know uh, kind of like softening of the character something like um oh boy really really good on the references today um admittedly we've had a very like we like we've just, had two weeks to prepare just for this to shit. give everyone though those two weeks like we straight up forgot we committed to things last wednesday and then we were like we'll do it friday and then we fucking didn't yeah and then we were like we'll do it saturday and then we had like company over because we completely fucking forgot we're the worst um we're not oh, great at being organized and we've done nothing this week that was like what we wanted to do it's all been like obligations what's um what was that movie where wolverine he's running around and uh like all you want to do is just look at dracula's dracula's wives and he's like i got a crossbow look what i can do shut up oh shit oh um, god that movie stunk on that ice. movie was uh, van helsing van helsing and- van helsing is Arguably, oh Van Helsing, it is what's fucked up about Van Helsing. If it was twenty minutes shorter, it might be on my like. I like it because it's bad. It keeps going to the point where I'm like, if this, if fucking Wolverine needs his hat one more time, you're not Indiana Jones, you son of a bitch. It was this close to being a musical, I swear. It was also going to be a trilogy. Yeah, imagine if we lived in that fucking that's adorable world. But that all being said, the point that I ultimately wanted to make twenty minutes ago um, was that the the art style of this comic uh i think was done so specifically so as to separate it from all these other different flavors of dracula yeah if the multiverse was real yeah um we've seen all like the worst version this is like the progenitor almost this is like the, the 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 holiest of holy john timelines this is the dracula that that matters yeah this 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 is the version that really kind of like speaks to the character uh at its core for me because look humans like like as kids we're afraid of the dark why i mean i was badass i mean you weren't you're still afraid of the dark now i'm not looking forward to that power it's a little dark in the studio (laughs) but that being said again we're 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 afraid of the dark as kids why because in our mind well not so much i'm afraid to take a drink from him oh yeah um more so because like well anything can be the dark yeah anything could be out there and my my little feverish nerd child brain can think of some terrible things that are hiding that that to me let me finish let me finish jesus christ um but i mean he's not in the dark but as adults we're afraid of monsters and like you know the 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 ghoulies and what have you not the literal ghoulies we are afraid of monsters what's a monster gonna really do to you kill you so 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 do cheesesteaks if you if you eat enough of them and you're trying to monsters do what like what's the great fear they fuck you up no they'll eat you oh man they will eat you jaws is jaws because the shark is like hi i'm bruce and just eats you eats you till there's nothing left you're not even leftovers and dracula is just another variation of this motherfucker will eat you well that to me done that's the ultimate scare and this gives it his teeth back mine was you know again to your point it's not a good death this was the first time in a long time i'm like dracula getting to you 
is not, not not only are you fucked yeah you're all the way fucked you're gonna die screaming and they almost use the art and the shadow and they they use their staging and their framing to allow for this to be like the first time to me to my knowledge he's been like a straight up predator like he before has been like a very much sexual predator see dracula 2000 for not just the cast six and one half a dozen of curly headed fuck um but it was cool seeing him you know again it's always been an underutilized facet for dracula in my opinion Mm. that he can kind of become a wolf he can become a fucking shit ton of bats whatever the fuck Mm. um this time it's like yo let him be a wolf when he eats me because the fucking dracula in his humanoid form is the scariest fuck of all time and that was out of one issue 22 pages it's more than once it's there's frames where i'm like i need that as an art frame it's done so well and and you know what so so infamously infamously i got the chance to play dracula in in a musical format and um there was a lot of bitches there were but there was a lot of kind of silliness involved it wasn't comedy or anything like that but like some of it was very like can we believe can you believe we're doing this in my in my mind i just straight up i played it like he 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 could have been a supernatural jack the ripper yeah i'm like he's just he's the murderer uh, and and many murderers. If you watch any late night TV show, uh, you know any of these docu series where like we're gonna teach you how to be a better killer. All of these all of these predator type personalities in their mind, there's a reason. Yeah. Right now, Dracula just happens to have a biological reason. But like you know, like I said prior, we're we're getting away from it. I think the ultimate point of this comic series is that it frames. A story that you're familiar with, a story, a character that you're familiar with, that we all, on some level, feel like we have ownership of, um, and it frames it in such a literal, beautiful way that we've never seen this yeah. ultimately familiar character in. I mean, literally every page is like a watercolor masterpiece. It is just a beautiful book about some hellacious content, and yeah. and probably. Forget about King of the Vampires, which I don't think there's any any debate about. Um, we were speaking about characters like this in our in our, in regular life, like yeah. the, the Don Drapers of the world, the Walter Whites, you know, characters the, that dumb cucks are like. This is who I want to be. Like, shut up. Char- even more so, characters who are unfucking unquestionably the villains of a yeah. particular stories, where we're just like, I can't. Yeah. I can't wait to see what he does next. He is the king of those type of characters, and and if you put aside everything else, uh, put aside the you know the the vampirism, if you put aside the uh, Catholicism angle, put aside the time frame, put aside the historical context, because Vlad the Impaler was a legitimate bad motherfucker. I mean, there are parts of the world where he's still considered to this day a hero, and historically we know he put. Woo! Plenty of motherfuckers up on up on pointy sticks, like he was, you know, like he was a caterer at, yeah. the, at, the, at a walk around wedding. Um, look, people have strong opinions about the character. Check out this comic. It is such you an easy buy. You've it's an automatic. It's an automatic. Someone buy. someone picked up World Tree after two weeks ago. Mm. We talked about it, and they hit me back with like, "You're absolutely right," because of course we are. Their one takeaway is that it may not have been the most accessible. Like, they were thinking of it in terms of someone who, like, maybe didn't love The Matrix or didn't love sci-fi. Like, there is a certain amount of 
Um, there was inaccessible reading wise or or attaining wise. Just reading wise, like like there's oh. the story took a minute for them to uh, like fully embrace the world, and once really? they did. Huh. Once they did, they I were able to once get... Once the overall started coming off, people were like, ah, well, yeah, I'm in. Nipple, go. nipple goes a long way for some of our, our buddies. <laughs> but uh, the thing about Dracula is everyone has an impression already. Yeah. And I think the other thing that I don't want to let the segment go by without saying, what's really brilliant, and I think something about your performance specifically in the staged version of Dracula is a lot of people, the go-to is you sell it with your eyes. You sell that sort of intensity because mm. you can be smiling but if you fucking cover up your 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 lips, you're like Jesus fucking Christ. That's a the wolf. That's a no. That's just sexy. No. That's just ah, perfect. Um, what's amazing about this book? There are times where they completely don't paint in the eyes. There's characters mm. who their teeth are telling the story. Their lips are telling the story. Their silhouette is telling it's the story. Just, and when they do lock done. in to a silhouette, maybe taking over most of the frame, and you see like who's gonna be a victim in front of them. It is so fucking beautifully violent. It's beautifully violent. Yeah. Whereas, like, you turn the page almost with, like, a, like a fucking tremble because you're like, oh, this person's fucked. And sometimes they're not because Dracula's a fucking asshole. You're like, it's like, oh. Dracula Lord. pulls that fucking 1980s horror movie shit where he's like, I see him in the background. You caught He's up. He's gone. He's gone. It's fucking, uh, it's incredible. My final thought my man before, knows I, what he's doing. before I kick it to you, I... There's a lot of discussion, there's a lot of discourse about the state of comic books right now. So the fact that a, that ultimately a, a book character and a movie character, I think he's most famous for being a movie character, Dracula, mm-hmm. I, is like what's in my heart. Well, because people are dumb dumb. Him jumping over to the 22-page funny book format. Again. These sort of books are proof that this that the business of comics right now I think is in like it's it's in another renaissance. I think we have books like this coming from someone like Universal. We have consistent high quality books that don't get fucking talked about enough. And this is one of them. If you like the form factor of a comic book, if you like a horror story, if you like just a good story, this is fucking checking all those boxes. And it's in a time where allegedly the business is down. It's been, it's down because the main two companies can't figure out their fucking spandex and capes. There's a billion other books. There's a billion other flavors. And this is a delicious, horrifying flavor. Yeah, I mean, it's it's without question, it's a it's a it's a horror book in the sense that like the horror books were romantic yeah. and they had something to say i mean mm-hmm. you know uh the tomb of dracula did so much for comics um that it's like even hard to acknowledge at this point because sometimes once something has been done you don't look backwards yeah in this case dracula's always got fucking look backwards, backwards yeah man he doesn't stop he but, literally literally doesn't stop you know final thought pick the book up if you haven't already uh i'm most looking forward to because I famously or infamously, depending on who you ask, um, I tend to read newer Lucy Lucy's um, digitally, and then once something is uh, published as as a, a trade paperback, then I I make sure that I own it. Um, Kristen, looking at you, uh, but yeah. So the second this is this is four of four, uh, so it's an automatic. It's an it's a guarantee to be a collected edition popping out. Yeah. And then, then, then I'm just gonna put it right up on the bookshelf where it belongs. So highly recommended by both Riveras, which you really can't ask for more than that. Um, and look, if anybody, yeah, if anybody tells you uh, with with garlic around their neck and a steak and a <laughs> hammer in hand, like, oh, 
yeah, sure. Dracula, he ain't shit. He's not the king of the vampires. That person is looking at you, and they are one thing and one thing only, just like that chinless Ellis your most that chinless some a bitch George toy boy Lucas Charlie did you know Hansa first there Because George Lucas is a liar. Yeah, he's right. That too. It's been a couple weeks, what man. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Such a heavy shot. Holy shit. What did I do to myself? Hands up. Oh. Oh, this was delicious. Thank you, mozzarella. Uh, it tastes like the clothing soap. Delicious. John! <laughs> Your mom rinsed that off. Probably, uh, probably not. Definitely. Uh, our assistant is, uh, is is doing her damnedest. Uh, she just got her whole house back. I, I'm not going to discredit her. I mean, a couple her. days. So, uh, I love comics. I Com love the comics form good, factor of comics. Uh, I saw a trailer two weeks ago. Yes. For fucking Madam Web. We have gone through so many fucking Speedermans that Madam Web is getting a movie. And we will, at some point, talk probably about only the trailer. Because, John, this is Morbius level bad for me. But I was blessed. Because every now and then, I get to go into the comic book store. And I'm surprised by something. Mm. And what I saw on that shelf, in a fucking... Just an, uh, uh, a fucking comic book lane, comic book boulevard, covered in newish Spider-Man books with fucking kids Spider-Man and all this dog shit. I got wow. to see my boy, Superior Spider-Man, number one again. I got another bite, and I said, uh, am I going to get, like, missing stories? Is there, like, a bunch? Because a bunch of shit happened in that time frame. And there's, like, kind of Doc Ock romance and a nice fiber. So I grabbed this issue like a fucking asshole because it said Superior Spider-Man number one. And I opened it the fuck up. And John, what the fuck did they do to my boy? I, I fucking hate Spider-Man. Why did I fucking think that they wouldn't, that they wouldn't do this to me again? And that's what they did. They did this to me. Because the book is called what? Superior Spider-Man number one. Who should fucking be in the story? Doc Ock. Right? It's fucking Spider-Man, right? And Peter Parker's swinging around. And it's a fucking continuation of elements of Superior Spider-Man. But with a fucking heavy dose of, I would say, inarguably, the dumbest comic book interpretation of Peter Parker ever. Because, spoiler alert, I guess, this dumb fuck owns robots that patrolled the city at one point. Yeah. That, that wasn't tech loss to him, right? In the original Superior Spider-Man, he had a bunch of, like, little droid robots. You see him in fucking Disney now. Right. So so catch catch people up. If anyone who's out there who did not, uh, who didn't catch superior, the actual Superior Spider-Man in his initial run... Um, again, oh, thank spoiler you. alert. This, this helps. Um, context. So Doc Ock believes that he has killed, quote unquote, killed Peter Parker. 
not Spider-Man. He killed Peter Parker. He knows my man's identity. Clearly, he has a problem with Peter Parker. But he kills his essence. Soul? Yeah. He kills his spirit. Vibe. He, he, like, <laughs> basically, he, he ghost busts him, in effect. But he yeah. wasn't dead my man. quite yet. Um, a man of science and, and integrity. Then, and he's like, hmm, robot arm to the chin. Uh, and then in the meat, he's like, you know what would be cool, though? Abs. I want to take that body. <laughs> so Doc Ock not only kind of eliminates Peter Parker from the convenience of walking around, but he then takes Peter Parker's uh, spider-powered body. Um, he's like, you know what costume sucks? This one. Uh, you know what I really miss? My, my Doc Ock leggy legs. And uh, he effect gives us, to, in my humble opinion... Um, the the best non-symbiote version of the Spider-Man costume that we have ever seen. Yeah. Matter of fact, we got, if my timeline is correct, we got Superior Spider-Man before we met Miles Morales? Mm, I think oh, Miles was is already close? around. I think was it? Maybe close. I can't fact check that. Regardless, my f- absolute favorite version, black-eyed, steely beauty, all leggy <laughs> legs, um, and he was superior Spider-Man. And for the people in the streets, they were like, Spider-Man's a dick. He gets <laughs> it done, granted. Yeah. He was like... Efficient. Efi- He's efficient. He was like, imagine if Judge Dredd all of a sudden <laughs> was wearing a dope, uh, more black than than blue, uh, and red's about the same, uh, version yeah, the of the character. The um, just a dynamite, dynamite uh, visual version of spider-man and again one that did not play he did not mess around and what was interesting was i'm i'm on the record as not really enjoying per se redemption arcs yeah right oh my god i think that's you can speak for both of us we fucking hate that this was as close to like "Mm, no i get it i get it it was like the ultimate walk a mile in my shoes type of story uh and i was like oh i got it if all it took was a little a little bit of a sacrifice of a Peter Parker. Eh, don't worry about it. There's a million of them out there. Um, I didn't mind. I was all for it. Now, fast forward, lo, these many years later, and the one thing that... They're like, we love money! DC and Marvel are both exceedingly guilty at. They go back to the fact that DC had the moral... Uh, had the moral black hole in their souls. Like, oh, Kingdom Come, you like that? Let's make another terrible version, though. Yeah. Um, it just shows that they will consistently go back to the well, regardless of the narrative calling for it. This is Marvel doing that same version. Only now it's affecting me. Like, whereas... Thank you, Paul. And, and just to Paul make knows it, what's up. Paul, Paul giving credit to John for the wonderful... Marvel going back to, make, to the well. To make sure this is clear for, for Ellis, a Doc Ock took over the body of Peter Parker. So abs, it is... For all intents and purposes, it's the exact same Spider-Man we knew, except those mind swaps. Physically, like his his fingerprints would have been able to open up his banking app yeah, on exactly. his phone. But inside the coconut, 
it's Doc Ock. Yeah, and then they did this whole thing where it becomes very comic booky, where it's like Spider-Man was still in there and he fought his way out. But the whole idea of calling him Superior Spider-Man was Doc Ock was like, if I had these abilities, yes. I would be able to cure crime. It was, I'd be able to run a business. Doc Dude, Ock was playing the same game that we all play. Yeah. Have, like, well, if I was Superman, I would not be sitting in this traffic. But what's amazing is like Parker, Freaky Friday in <laughs> Uh He winds up having Parker Industries. He winds up getting a more stable love life. Uh, with a, a woman who was very short. Doc Ock gets it down. He does get it down, like a little D-Gen. But, John, look what they did to my boy. First of all, Superior Spider-Man's not in this fucking comic, except in a flashback. Secondly, Doc Ock, who, because of shenanigans, has forgotten, again, who Peter Parker and Spider-Man is. But Peter Parker, literally, and spoiler, this book sucks, don't buy it. <laughs> fuck fuck this book fuck marvel stop buying marvel comics oh, that's how mad i am for the next six months no marvel comics so angry this no. dude so he he literally first of all spider boy is all up in this bullshit right oh can i can i just say i i, I please hold the thought oh, if you call me fucking spider boy you're getting one right to the... look sidekick i would oh, never fuck you i would never pin you with that terrible terrible moniker um so, so like, like Charlie alluded to, um, look, so, so the Peter Parker that we know of has been kind of like dealing with some stuff by the time that he gets back to the point, to the events of this now comic. And he's like, Woo, I'm back, baby. Like, like, like an episode of Family Guy, clearly everything resets and we're going to open the credits and things are going to be just like normal. Wrong, wrong. Like my man, Charlie Murphy said, wrong. So Spidey gets back to what he thinks is like a normal Tuesday, but he back to the future too. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? That's not even the girlfriend I left behind a minute ago. The motherfucker has a sidekick now. Like, well, so, so the greatest sin perpetrated on the comic book reading uh, universe were fucking sidekicks, man. Oh, you like this character? Here is a younger junior worst version i was gonna say less good worst version <laughs> less, of that character that you that you say you like that you you're not a the team titan every side uh, every team time piece of shits um but that again the, the, let me let me put it to you this way but it's okay so captain marvel properly named now they call him shazam for some reason but they took away his movie so i can't take i, I, I can't be too hard on him so so who who's referred to now as shazam Charlie, yes, um, that's a juvenile. That's a juvenile person. Yeah, uh huh. That speaks the magic words, identifies Shazam! as a superhero, and yep. turns into this. How fucking tall... rad would it be if it turned out you were Shazam, and like we Imagine just learned it now, right now, like you had never out loud never said it. Said it <laughs> now it'll be some kind of like goofy thing. Like you become like a mouse. Uh, I'm like <laughs> I've got a tiny beater. Can I just I need to update your JD. <laughs> but 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 again, that being said, so you have a juvenile character, insanely popular in the comics, was out selling Superman uh, at that point. Fucking nerd. Um, and they say, you know what? This kid character who turns into the Superman-like uh, hero, you know what he really needs? A sidekick who is also a juvenile character, but looks yeah, like but a juvenile stays. character. They should have switched it. Should have been an old man. Who's like Shazam? You become a young, virile oh. child. Yeah, we we talked about Kingdom Come. Oh uh, yeah, but but that's how how invasive this concept of the sidekick is now. Yeah, Spider Man. Yep. 
Charlie, when Spider-Man was conceived, well, the young guy, <laughs> when 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 Stanley just just fucking gave birth to him, oh, uh, was he like a, a married man? No, nope, very much a young high stuff? school student. Yeah, that was the whole point of the yeah, yeah, yeah. That he was like a young character. So now Charlie, <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. why did they Shazam my man? And give him a spider sidekick. Because if the junior Ghostbusters from the real Ghostbuster cartoon taught me anything, is kids want to read and interact about kids. It's not that every child wants to pretend they're an awesome adult. It's that a bunch of adults want to pretend they're little, stupid, fucking kids. And it stinks. John. Ugh. So, I get bamboozled. Because I don't fucking mess with Parker. Parker eat yeah, kick no, rocks. Your, your, your hatred of him. To your point, though, to your point, though, yeah. Peter Parker was a young man. He grew to now a fucking straight-up man-man. Yeah. Motherfucker's like 40 in the books. Well, he's a easy... Still kind of a young man. He's yeah, not sure. exactly... He's got some grays, well, though. But but aging in comics, obviously, as we all know, is very subjective. Yes. You well, know? He is a fucking man, though. So then they invent yeah. Miles Morales. They're like, let's get an Afro-Latino... In this motherfucker, get some youth back up there. Now they they got another kid that I don't fucking want to read about because I don't want to read about Peter Parker and his amazing friends. I want Doc Ock and Pete's body. But what this comic did was it was like page three. They're in Times Square and the camera almost catches Spider Boy or Spider Lad, whatever the fuck his name is, taking off his mask. And Pete's like, "Don't do that. You'll get caught." And like fucking uh uh, uh Chekhov's gun. The goddamn tail end of this book, Peter's like, no, don't do in this alley. That's crawling with robots. If you're in Manhattan, you should you should have an apartment for your superhero identity because there's fucking cameras everywhere. This dumb fucking dumb dumb dummy. Whoa! Takes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He had to peel off the fucking mask, and then Doc Ock is like, heaven's some Murgatroyd. John, why the fuck? Not great. Why? The fuck do you bring back a character and in 22 pages you do not have the character doing anything? They have a flashback and Spider-Boy's like, this is the time I interacted with him. What if I don't give a fuck about Spider-Boy? What if I... What is the fucking point of having these... This is a sincere question. Yeah. What is the point of having these different imprints if you're going to exclusively sell me the main... Thing. It's always been my fucking complaint. When you have a bad writer, and I'll pick on DC for a second. If you have a bad writer working on multiple Superman titles, if he has action comics, mm -hmm. and if he has Superman, that's fucking dumb. Why are you having one guy across two books tell similar but not one giant story? Yeah. If you're going to have multiple fucking imprints, I want action comics to feel different than Superman. I want detective comics to feel different than fucking Batman. I want Superior Spider-Man to feel fucking different than Amazing Spider-Man. I do not think it is too much for me to fucking ask as a consumer that you fucking give me what you sold me. It is like, it, it's fucked up. It, it, like, I understand what I'm ultimately complaining about is four bucks. But they fucked me for four bucks. No, it's not about the they money. They fucked it, me. It's, Charlie, it's about the anticipation of the product that you're going to get. So... What was funny was you broke your own rule. Yep. When you got when you hooked up, right? You're like, oof, it's kinda it's kinda late at the bar. <laughs> Usually this is not great shakes. I'd rather just go home and handle my own business. But then you look down the bar, the lighting was a little dim. 
but there was a Spider-Man that just ooh, yeah give me those girl come just here looked, to look just looked a little different. I hate to see him leave, but I love to watch him go. Type of uh, presentation and um, Superior Spider-Man. Look, I I am a Spider-Man fan. I like the character. Charlie and I differ there. Um, but even as being a fan of Spider-Man proper, because my man and I both been through some shit, I get it. I get it. And I know that sometimes sidekicks, they just kind of just show up decades later. But that all being said... You and your problem with redheads whoa, 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 whoa. is none of my business. It's not a problem, kid. They uh, got no souls, John. <laughs> MJ ain't got no soul. Whatever. James Brown. Um, but that, that all being said... I want to keep... <laughs> um, as a fan of Spider-Man, I I'm still very perturbed with the 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 bait and switch, which is really what happened. It's not even about the character, because with with so so with the kingdom coming on the heels of Kingdom Oof. Come, um, that wasn't a bait and switch. This is Gog. In in Uh-oh. in as much of like, well, okay, here is something that's going to be attached to that other content that i love so much it wasn't a bait and switch it just sucked it was a yeah. shitty it, it was like a disney straight to video sequel it was aladdin too whereas like this in this case yeah granted not great material but like it's you open up the case to aladdin 2 and simba is in that shit yeah like whoa, whoa, whoa what are you talking about no this is you have to double check your receipt to make sure you didn't even buy the wrong thing can, it was can i be it was an insult of a sin can i be really can i be really honest i mean i wish I, you would. I do not i want to be at the marketing meeting because i think if you build this as superior spider-man and spider-boy if it was just going to be about the flashback if this was going to be like even if it was a one-shot setup before you say hold on to that thought that's like all you would have done was prevent me from going on the internet and being like, fuck this book. Because now I will not read part two. I don't care where it goes. I don't care if it's all previous stories. I don't care if they're going to do another body swatch. Go fuck itself now. You had, you got, you tricked me. Enjoy the $4. You're not going to get four fucking more. That's fair. Or keep your cover. Keep your not so great story. Let's be honest. Weak. Weak story. Um, that's not Superior Spider-Man number one. That is, Marvel presents the aftermath of Superior Spider-Man. Yep. N- you know what you're getting into. You don't want to go and think you're getting Coke Zero, and then you get, you know, milk and peanut juice and yeah. kills <laughs> yeah. Charlie. Yeah. Because he is riotously uh, allergic to both. Paul asks a, a, a very interesting question. Uh, Paul asks, Charlie, could you be a Superior Spider-Man better than Peter Parker? I'm going to go ahead, Paul, and if you don't mind, I'm going to add a writer onto that. First thing that you do. Not being a bullying prick. Huh. You can be, like, sarcastic without fucking going down. This is my problem with Spider-Man, legitimately. He fucking Doc Ock, you fat fuck. Like, that is a doctor. (laughs) That is a doctor, you fucking disrespectful little shit. (laughs) You're you're a uh, Sandman. There's a billion fucking. You get someone. How did you get sand in your own vagina? There's a billion jokes. You have to be like, ha! You don't have custody of your daughter. Like Spider-Man insults real shit. Like what a fucking asshole. Spider-Man is like the mafia of superheroes. And then and then just just for fucking funsy, you're Spider-Man again. One of the times where people remember you in the Fantastic Four. 
You have all these connections. Maybe tell your fucking girlfriend you're working for the Fantastic Four. You don't have to tell your Spider-Man, but be like, fucking re- a superhero needs my assistance sometimes. Tell people you're the Jimmy Olsen to fucking any goddamn body so she's not just thinking you're abandoning her at her Broadway debut, so just you to, fucking asshole. Just, just He's an clarify, asshole. Just to clarify, forget about Charlie, for not even mixing metaphors, mixing entire media, uh, media ver- versions of characters. That show is important to her. But... Ugh, she stinks. But that being said, forget about uh, forget about like do goodery. Forget about changing costumes. Which if I my money was on the answer, I'm like pants. Sassy boy over here. He is immediately changing. Uh, changing. The I would costume. look like Spider Boy. Be in no, shorts. No, you look like you're in AEW. He'd have a, like a Spider Championship. But you're like. That's your version. That's, my version of, is stopping a superhero be a wrestler again. Like, oh, Spider-Man's gonna make me feel bad. He's just like flexing on him. Like, and then, oh, this is you. This is you. Someone on Twitter fucking says my my brand. <laughs> Ellis, like, you fucking suck. I show up at his house. Like, <laughs> did no. you say on October third that AEW wrestling won't last Charlie's a year? First number one to do list uh, when he has <laughs> achieved near godlike superhero yeah, powers. Yeah. Of like, nah, this is the way. I would lie to those people close to me. I would lie about this or that yeah. or the other. Yeah, like a gentleman. I, I, a gentleman. Look, man, I, I get it. I Ladies, get it. That's, I'm a gentleman. That's freaking hilarious. Um, final thought. Final my, thought. my final thought is real fucking simple. Yeah. If we haven't learned our lessons from things like Watchmen, fucking even more Dark Knight, <laughs> uh, uh, Kingdom Come, having a follow-up with Kingdom please comic book company aladdin 2 aladdin 2 oh you you can have it both ways you can give us more i'm the more is more guy you can give us more without fucking lying to me i'll even let you keep your dog shit comic covers that are never in the fucking book or you can take your time take your time give us give us more because you're selfish we're greedy and maybe maybe i'm wrong maybe the writer has this great plan but if that's the case you got to tee it off correctly otherwise you will fucking freeze my wrath it ain't pretty don't forget to oh yeah i got a note from our executive producer aggressively slid yeah that was like under the door John, my biggest fucking problem, dude, is that these fuckers are clearly just paying bills. (laughs) And uh, like most of our fucking horseshit competitors in the pod space, they just will fucking sell out to any goddamn brand. But not us. We're better than that. We're not just going to sell for any random that's willing to pay, unless it's a lot. No, no. Today, we're once again brought to you by one of our absolute favorite bands, Bad Mary. You heard them during the intro. You're going to hear and see them during the end of the show. If you're wondering where else you can catch their acting, follow them at Bad Mary Band across all social media platforms. You can support them over on patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary Band. You can stay up to date at badmary.com for merch and upcoming performances. My favorite part, their whole discography is available on every music streaming service. And if you guys are like me, your Spotify wrap-up was mostly fucking Bad Mary this yeah, year. Yeah, uh, Again. Given. But then it does still leave the question, where we dropping? The answer, as always, is with Sergeant Finesse. Lately, he's been back messing around a little bit on the Facebook, but predominantly streaming on kick.com. Uh, make sure you check him out. He's playing, again, he's he's a variety streamer, so... He'll step away from World of Warcraft for like a few months, and then they'll come out with an expansion, and boom, he's at it again. So his days are consist consist of uh, 
you know, mornings over in uh, Azeroth playing some WoW. Uh, and then now uh, Call of Duty just came out officially with their Modern Warfare 3, which has a ton of uh, additional content. Like Omni-Man and shit? Um, the boys are in there. Not Omni-Man, but the boys are oh, in yeah, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, there's a, there's a, it's a bunch of fun stuff. There's a bunch of fun stuff. Um, but yeah, that all being said, again, he's a great, great uh, gamer. Very entertaining. So do yourself a favor. Check him out today. Uh, Co-streams, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. See what he's all about. Also, as well as uh, if you're not going to tune into the Facebook or Kick.com over on Twitch, our boy Joker's understream, uh, underscore stream underscore um he's doing the fortnite thing fortnite just taught holy shit it's basically a new game they got attachments they've got uh, a first person view down if you down the scope um different animations different game styles they added like a a roblox killer lego version they they and that added, comes out today uh, it's it's out yeah the, the um they the officially they added the uh the soccer game whatever the hell it's called yeah um, um it was always connected something to league company. racing Something League Racing. I think that's the official the name. Official name. Um, but yeah, this sponsored by something Team Racing. <laughs> Elements of that are actually in the game. A t- hell of a lot of fun to play. So check out the Joker. Check out Sergeant. You know what's to do. We also have one more. As you guys know, I am your total Protonic champion. Raising charity money all year round. But Christmas is my favorite time to do it. Because John and I were very, very lucky we always got the best toys. Sometimes I got John's best Christmas toy as my best Christmas toy. And I immediately lost the helmet. Uh, John, this uh, this last Monday night, I did participate in the major podcast, Christmas uh, Toys for Tots Toy Drive. It's their fourth annual. The Long Island Ghostbusters decided to do a raffle just for them. We personally raised over $3,000. We were able to get over 300 toys thanks to Ringside Collectibles and their amazing deals. Uh, but I'm very happy to say that the Major Brothers and their podcast that's named after their original gimmick was able to raise over $30,000 wow. worth of fucking toys. And I think two or three weeks is all they did that drive for. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Level. Next year, I am coming for that title. Once again, we did not donate enough. Believe it or not, three grand didn't win it. Um, so just got to fucking do more next year. And it is a pleasure to do it. But John, another toy drive reached out to us. We have another amazing giveaway. If you got five bucks, you got starting today, you have only five days to donate $5 towards our toy drive. And that'll get you entered into our two in the box giveaway. We're giving away a proton. Uh, we're giving away a ghost trap rather. I'll take what you got. Thanks. Uh, we have a ghost trap, a ghost <laughs> trap giveaway and a PKE meter giveaway from our good friends over at Hasbro. 100% of every single penny of that $5 donation go directly towards some toys for these lovely, lovely kids. More details can be found on either my social media or the LI Ghostbusters page. Can we anywhere. confirm that they're on the nice list? No, I'm not trying to get no. No, I specifically ask for the naughty kids. kids. I uh, want, I want the bad kids to get some toys. Your ilk, yeah, my people. people? My people, yeah. I I go by uh, what was that? We just watched the other night. Who's uh, Fred Claus? I go by Fred Claus rules. No such thing as a naughty kid. Just a kid without a gift. Looks really good for his age. He's got the Nick Atanasio. That's true. I've always said that. Nick is an average age that guy because I forget the actor's name. Uh, Li Ghostbusters five dollars is all you need. You don't get anything for it other than the gross satisfaction of helping us help some kids gross um again 
we're looking down the barrel. Uh, we need at least three hundred dollars to 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 be the value of what I have contributed, which is the trap and PK. Uh, we're hoping to exceed that. We have a very good yeah, start. Of course, this is probably the best odds of winning though, because we are doing it only five days from now. When you're seeing this, just to Sunday. So if you're listening to this, uh, you should have a look. Sorry. Nice. So this is only for my US for my comics. We'll share all of that content also as myself. Oh, thank Personally, you. I appreciate that. I'm super more popular than Charlie, so we'll get the word out. I don't. I don't like the way that's. <laughs> I like. I felt like I just did something, something so cool. And whatever uh, sidekick. I mean, Alley Catch thinks I'm fucking cool. <laughs> uh, hey John, I am. Uh, I am far too rich to the button myself. Can you hit that uh, button for me? Ah. Mm, yes, so busy. Mm. Half the time I die. What the Harry Hell? Is this the right building? Hold on a second. With all the, I, I realize you're putting your tie on now. It's yeah, not the most professional thing, but that's still fine. Sir, yes, you seem pretty young to be a executive decision maker. My father owns this business, but I earned this job. <sighs> Anyone who sees the knot on this tie would know is that, that that is very questionable. Okay. It's pretty good. All right, sir, you're wearing a tie, and this is the executive elevator. First thing first, first, so you will respect me. I won't, and now I'm deaf, so I do not appreciate that. But that all being said, I'm Fuck going you, to assume it. You don't think that's a good note? But that all being said, I'm still going to learn you something, you goddamn whippersnapper. Who the fuck is this old man talking to me like this? Pay attention, son of a bitch. You know what? I like the cut of your jib. My dad taught me any man willing to stand up to a child and folks, is a man willing to take advantage of. Ultimately, the lesson, if any, to be learned from this is when you need something from someone in authority over you, Lay hands on that motherfucker. Teach him who you are. Oh, yeah, well, I need a fucking bitch. <laughs> Charlie, yeah. Mr. Excuse me. It is Lord Charlington. Oh, what kind of a very salt salt was in here? Shut up and listen for once. You shut up and talk. <laughs> so that being said, Charlie, I'm going to sincerely ask you yeah. what your knowledge of Buck Rogers is. It is limited exclusively to the Daffy Duck interpretation. Ah, so so Duck Dodgers is on his face. Duck is Dodgers, really I assumed at. was the was the okay. original. I assumed Buck was the knockoff. I mean, you ain't you you ain't there. You ain't there. But I will be. I'm happy though to Who say plays the pig. You were. <laughs> I'm happy that your answer to that was not limited to say South Park. Yeah, because South Park very. Famously, I, I apologize did. the tales. Let me tuck my it's off like every pro. Um, South Park did a really, really nice job of alluding to the Buck Rogers lore without it being slammed in your face. And uh, Ellis coming correct, as always, Aaron Gray is Wilma. Oh boy, that shit made a man out of me. Let me tell you something right now. I will say this Ooh, I know Aaron about Buck Gray. Rogers. I know the image that can, we used for this. Close your eyes. Oh my god! Ooh. That tinfoil outfit all day. Oh, uh, Aaron. Oh, I love you so much. <laughs> um. So so, I'll catch you up a little bit. So, properly, the 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 property that I am referring to is Buck Rogers Beyond. 
the 25th century. Oh, shit. The show that... That's later. As a kid. <laughs> uh, the show that I caught as a kid um, was a show that was primetime television back mm. in the good old day when there was like four channels. Um, it was Buck Rogers in the 25th century. So... Uh, Buck Rogers, based on the characters and concepts introduced in the 1928 novella Armageddon 2419 AD uh, by Philip Francis Nolan. Um, so that was Good one old of those. Philip Francis. You know what it is, Charlie? Back in this era of, uh, of writing, and like they would write stuff and it would show up in a sci fi magazine, it would get, end up getting collected, yeah. like our comics do now. Stuff like that, and like, oh, now it's a now it's in book format with hardcovers and what have you. Um, it was very much in kind of that vein of John Carter on okay, Mars, yeah. something like that, like a, like a fish out of water type story. Now, in this case, in the original novella, um, it wasn't quite what we knew of uh, as the series, um, uh, as the uh, oh, fuck his name escapes me, but it, it'll it'll come to me. Uh, Gil Gerard, he played he played Buck Rogers in the show. Okay. Now looking back, uh, uh, you know, in, in 2023, I think of like, well, that show was it must have been on the air for like, you know, 10 years, 15 years. Ellis is a, again right, absolutely one of the best intros to a television series that there was. Charlie, it, it was in effect what we talk about the introduction I'm talking about did what the Incredible Hulk TV series did. Better or worse than Duck Dodgers? Because the Duck Dodgers intro was fucking... Everything Gucci. is better. Everything is better. How dare you? So, but you know what I'm talking about? The yeah. way that Hulk, the, the Incredible Hulk series <laughs> told us what, what the, okay. the entire setup, that's what the Buck Rogers introduction did. So I'm going to go ahead and I'll do that for you non-reading oh, motherfuckers for the novella. Um, it was really more so, yeah, fish out of water, but the story that was built around it was again in the title Armageddon, right? It was Earth had gotten into some shit, and here's a guy from the past. Again, Planet of the Apes is another. And, and oh, he's uh, from the past. Ellis. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, so he's from the past. So, so when he comes swaggering into it's the like, situation, how all these bitches are in he's like, Why is everybody wearing white, and why do we have like gay pride flags? <laughs> everybody, everybody, did the LGBTQs win? He's well, like, like, I'm, I'm fine with it. Like, I don't understand things. I'm from the '70s. Help me out. <laughs> So, so here's this cat. He was our mom? <laughs> so so they're like the spinning circle. And again, this is what was funny to me with the South Park reference was all of that shit was in the South Park reference material. Well, they're and masters. people were like, I don't know what that means, but I like it. Like the spinning circle and whatnot. Were you fucking furious when people were like, how? No, I, I, it just put me further up on a pedestal that I put myself. I'm like, I know more than you. Therefore, I'm better. Um, but... They told the entire story again that I'm going to tell you now. Here's this cat. Uh, he was an astronaut in this version. Uh, in the book version, he was like just like a minor. Like oh, not, shit. not a child. A minor like deep in the ground. And, that would have been um, a very interesting version. Fucking kid Spider-Man in space. In the, in the book, um, he like he hit upon like a, a certain gas line or whatever. And this combination of elements knocked him out and put him in a state of suspended animation oh shit so it was Whereas, like a wormhole not or... a wormhole he just like knocked himself out he's like i'll see you in 500 years do you think he woke up so refreshed no he had he had to pee like like you read about bro in real life but, he has been covered in a bunch oh yeah he's like leave that urine stenched uh monster alone in the series he's an astronaut 
gets caught up in like a solar storm type situation and then the spinning wheel he goes you know he goes spinning through space suspended animation oh, so space totally for, fine oh, okay still suspended. um but when he arrived yes you know it's like futurama i'm sure they ripped off futurama decades before the fact um but oh, that all shiny be ass metal coming up i hope so i hope so <laughs> um now so what we're gonna do at this point is we're going to reboot this property oh. for one reason now originally when i sat down and thought i need some more buck rogers in my life this is one of those sci-fi properties that have been left dusty on the on the shelf for no good reason yeah i ended up having to remind myself charlie there was only like 1. 1.7 1.7 seasons oh wow of the original content that i have loved That's as just a burnt kid. into your brain again this was primetime television at its uh, in its day and then after only like a season and a half when they put it away i got it on saturday afternoons they were like only 40 million people are watching each episode what a bomb like, unbelievable back then... it's i'm pitching ellis i'm pitching but i gotta educate the kid first so that being said the first season was very much buck as peter parker he was like a very like a wise cracking but also he you were seeing the world that future world as it was through his eyes okay right? he was the the viewer so like oh buck how what we do is this he was demolition man also right? a bunch of three so, seashells running yeah, around buck's like how do i wipe my ass with that fuck shit goddamn and then he gets a bunch of a bunch of paper out of the machine um so we got to learn that world through the eyes of buck and um, we we could barely take our eyes off Erin of Gray's ass because she looks just great. But then also as well as there was that beauty, beauty, beauty. <laughs> the robot to beat all robots, R2. You can take a walk. C-3PO, don't even oh, try shit. it. My favorite. Like that? Robbie, I'll stick it. You know, you get your get your, your butt plug shaped self out of here. Charlie Twiggy is the robot that you want he is your ride and die <laughs> robot to beat all other robots but oh paul we're gonna get to that we're gonna get to that another Bird dude, very famous up. very famous reference that most people like i love this thing that's clearly referencing something that i don't have any fucking idea what it is <laughs> so charlie um are you familiar with a certain rick and morty character that shows up over and over matter of fact even married my girls like uh high school classmate bird person from yes. rick and morty i am very familiar bird, with bird person, person is a direct reference to hawk who was a bird person that, that appeared on buck rogers and charlie i'll show you the picture of bird person because it looks just like the drawn uh the hawk looks just like bird person they come like ha, ha, ha. i get that one i get that i was wondering what the fuck oh the point of that man was. bird person i love you so so that actually speaks to uh the difference between season one and season two point you know whatever the first season very much had buck as like a so the the showrunners this was just off of the uh successful run however eventual cancellation of uh um who's he what's it's uh no with uh that was later no uh, um with the cylons and with uh oh, battlestar galactica battlestar galactica so battlestar galactica shit shows up uh, oh, like fuck. later in the book They're like we don't need to make like, new we, shit we got this stuff lying around so 
Um, yeah, Battlestar Galactica, they had just done it. It wrapped for whatever reason, like, yeah, we'll bring a, we'll bring the, the biggest cocksmith back in the, in the series as a girl in a few years. It'll be hilarious. Um, but that all being said, they wanted another sci-fi project. So you had Buck as kind of like this Captain Kirkish, oh, kind of like swaggering, wise cracking cat. Like, he had, figured out fucking the future now. He's like, oh, I got frozen for 500 years and I was hurtling through space, but now I'm here now as well as, all right. I'm gonna go ahead and hit on every girl. So the princess, Which, uh, we call that the John Rivera. Oh boy! So the, the the princess who was the opposition in the in the show, like the royal kind of like the, the authority, um, she loved Buck. She she was like she was smitten. She had the thunderbolt. She's like, mm, I'm guessing some of that, some of that like super uh, Godfather reference. Um, she was all about the Buck, and he was all about uh, Wilma. Who Aaron Gray. Uh, so there was like a little will they, won't they thing going on. Now, it was very popular that first season. Ironically, Charlie, actor strikes are not a unique phenomenon. So at that oh, time, really? there was an actor strike in between season one and season two. So uh, they do what they do. They was that the back. long strike? Or was that no, a relatively no, no. This, short that, This is again, this was, it wasn't relatively short. But it wasn't like the famously long. Yeah. Um, so when they come back, the entire crew is different now. So they go. Oh, so that's a cardboard. So they go to my guy Gil Gerard, who's playing Buck, and they say, uh, "So we're we're back at it." And he says, "Oh, that's awesome. You know what though? While we had the time to think about it, I want these changes. I don't want it so much to be. Um, I don't want it to be so much of like a tongue-in-cheek type wink at the camera shit. Now again, I'm a kid. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. I loved it in the way that like you like you wearing a Twiggy shirt. I love fucking Twiggy, bro. Well, he was a man. If you said beady beady beady, everybody's head would spin your way back then. He wore like a like a dickhead helmet. It was the, he was the best, bro. He was the best. But um, season one, Charlie. Again, if you look at the pictures, you'll see John's right. Uh. Seasons one and season two are wildly different, far more off Earth, fucking spacey action, far more like far far more. He serious. wanted it to be a fucking drama. Um, absolutely, absolutely, and like there was no more kind of like sexual tension that even as a kid you pick up. You're like something's going on. She's like, I don't know what he meant. They're gonna rub butts, but it's something. Um, they took all that away. What the fuck was left? It just. I mean, not much to even get through a full second season because it was canceled at that point. Poor Twiggy, out of work. All of us are sitting like, wait a minute, what? What happens? Yeah. Like, what happens to this entire time? Okay. Um, there's been no answer to that, to that famous what happened. So I thought, you know what? And there have been kind of like somewhat rumblings in the recent past about uh, a revival type thing. Uh, I don't know if you remember Tomorrowland. George yes. When he came out with them, like. Visually, this looks great. The story's a little, a little wonky, um, but at that point, I don't know if it was Disney that acquired the property or George Lucas's own product, uh, George Lucas, or George Clooney's own production company that got that acquired it. But they were like, "No, it's gonna come back when it Clooney uh, in the title role." But like, at this point, that's just doesn't seem to be happening. It's very much development hell. So give it to me, baby. I all got right. all kinds of ideas. So this is what we're gonna do. Ellis is correct once again. Twiggy was voiced by Mel Blanc. Well, that's because fucking Ellis was potentially either negative 45 or he was 32 when this show was out. <laughs> Ellis is actually half bird person himself. So he's like, oh, Hawk, 
That's what my primo. What's up, Papa? How are you doing? Um, but yeah, so Twiggy was, and if you listen to Twiggy speaking, you can kind of hear a little bit of like that bug bunny. Oh shit! You know, uh, 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 fucking Yosemite Sam type stuff. Uh, stuff kind of eking through. So here, respectively, respectfully rather, We're like Florida Twenty Eight. That's all right. <laughs> Tall building. This is the John reboot, a short version of it. All, all right. right. So again, we told about the basis again. That's so now again. This is my reboot. We do have to kind of like we want to update things a little bit because technology has kind of moved on to point. Maybe, 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 maybe keep that shit. And if I can make that my ringtone today, I would. So in this reboot, I mean, Buck, <laughs> Buck is now a member of a deep space expedition uh, that's played because it's got a long way to go, uh, many miles before I sleep. They put him to sleep. They place the entire crew in suspended animation, like movies have been tend to do. Uh, so in the meantime, just like uh, just like in uh, um, Aliens, we like we're gonna leave one robot uh, to watch over everybody. Should be just fine. Nothing bad ever comes from if that. If ever we're in real space, I'm like two robots minimum. Like, come on, man. Two They're minimum. robots. Get Let them robot. Half a robot, please. <laughs> Legs. So get the fuck out because of the fire. Why the legs, man? Why? <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. So the ship is maintained by a diminutive little robot. So now we're gonna have Twiggy rolling with Buck from Jump Street. Nice. So Twiggy is He's like a Roomba though, because it's fucking 2028. <laughs> it's just his little penis head rolling up the piece. Oh, he gets like a body in the piece. So like, just legs is like, fucking too far. We gotta beady beady. Thank you for the arms. I appreciate the future. Beady beady beady. So, so in the John reboot, uh, I've already. I've already got done you the favor of uh, for your checkbook of precasting. I'm sick. Uh, Joe Manganello is gonna be playing. Hey. Bob. All right, just showing up that hairy ass chest. We're at the top of the building, but like continue. Yeah, well, the, the roof. It's a roof pitch, right? That was the whole point. Uh, J.K. Simmons is playing Hawk. Fuck yes. Right, that relationship because again, all going backwards a little bit. The reason so Hawk was added for the second season because they wanted to give Buck. Like a Captain Kirk Spock type of okay. Relationship. So Hawk was dead serious. He only like looked at things very, very he like, like bird person. He was like Sheldon actually. Yeah. In reality, um. So J.K. Simmons so a is terrible, Hulk. terrible cast member. No. Fuck that shit. Um. This kid just oh, it's popular. I hate it. Yeah, that's um, me. So so as the princess, the <laughs> we, we all know what to do, bro. So the princess, who is again part of the opposition party oh, is gonna be played by my big tooted beauty ava green oh away with casting her in i am going to um speaking of which though also as well as charlie as her support bro uh, the new and updated version of ava green alexandra daddario is gonna be playing you're going tit for tat huh? going, literally <laughs> she'll be playing wilma in this version uh, um now again we talked about how give me a sec yeah, I know. You could you could lay with that one tonight. Um, we talked about Mel Blanc playing uh playing Twiggy or voicing Twiggy. Focus! Focus! Sorry, sorry. my bad. Um, so we're gonna have this version of Twiggy being played by Mel's replacement over there, Jeff Bergman. Feel free to verify my choices there. Spoiler alert, Ellis is right. This bitch is sold on all those titties. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Like, like Ellis is an executive producer. You don't, you don't actually have to keep Ellis, reading. Ellis is like, let me sign the check. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the memo section. 
Um, what else? Oh, but this is my personal favorite. Uh, so Prince Zardea is going to be played by the recently resurrected. A lot of people thought he was dead. Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. Holy shit! Just, just, just glaring into the monitor the way that you want to wipe that spit off. All right. So in any case. The reboot, again, we have Buck in suspended animation, hurtling through space, small team. Uh, Twiggy's just kind of like stomping around. Uh, the ship is unexpectedly flies through a plasma field, causes systems to malfunction. Now, again, anybody who knows Twiggy knows that he is ride or die. He will help you out. He'll, he'll, he'll do himself harm to help you out. But my man ain't got, he's not the best athlete on the box. He's like, we're all going to die. Also, it's like fucking proper, like the technology is old. It's now technology. It's now technology. Like so, that motherfucker's doing his best. If your toaster loves you yeah. and wants to save you, it will do its best, but it's still a toaster. Yeah. All right. So he's oh, toasting. I love that. Just the toast he's is flying out of his head. Um, He runs over. Right out the center. Now, again, there's a small, small crew, but he, he just gets the buck and he's like, oh, extended animation. So oh. now the system where it would have woken him up, however many months later, like overridden. they're like, just, just don't stop. Like suspend, like continuous. And um, now the ship is being rocked with whatever the fuck caused that plasma field to, to initially uh, be created. Now the physical stuff is hitting the ship. Twiggy's like, oh, I'm a fucking toaster. And he fucking flies over. And he's like, <laughs> that has to be in the movie. Yeah, obviously. Fuck, I'm a toaster. I'm, 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 I'm also a script writer, bro. This isn't just idea stuff. Fair enough, thank you. So, um, so now Buck is, uh, Buck is kind of like on ice per se. Uh, and Twiggy's just laying there kind of like power down. But you can plug in the iPhone anytime yeah. you want. Um, what else? Oh, that's clever too. So the ship, the ship is like, yo, we're fucked up right now. The ship, because again, the ship has brains. Like, yeah, cars have brains. Ship's like, oh, so the ship's like, you know what we're gonna do? Tesla brains. It's all like... these, all these other human beings in there, other than 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 Buck, they're fucked. What can I do? Oh. But the ship knows, like the horse. If someone has a heart attack on a horse ride, the horse knows the trail. Gotta turn around and go home, right? That's what the ship does. It turns around oh. and just goes back home. However, the ship has been fucked mightily. Like it's prom night. It's like, oh shit. I'm gonna explain this shit to my parents when I get home. So now it's effect. It's we going home. walk in that tank yeah, outside. Fun. This is a, a fun last show, guys. What did you drink before? There's no <laughs> some of your soapy <laughs> drinks, bro. So the ship is going home. However, at like a fraction of the speed. Yeah. That it got to this. Point. But it thinks it's all ass. No, no, no. It's just limping home. He's like, I know I'm fucked, but I gotta oh, get I see home. What you're saying. So he's like. Eh. And Twiggy's yeah. fucking and Twiggy's laid powered out, out. And, and, and basically it's and also in suspended animation because like, like you the, turn on an the iPhone electronic version of it, uh, and everybody else is basically toast, you know, jelly. So oh, no. so now where such a specific flavor where where they got to that point in let's say a few months, literally it takes them five hundred years wow. to get back to Earth. They do, however. So now the ship gets into into orbit, and it's like, well, now come come get me, guys! I'm fucked up. Come save me! Yeah. And uh, the quick little fax machine is like the Federation as we have known it, rainbow stripes, white deck out, the dopest fighter jets. I'm sorry, bro. I would put the fighter jets from the Buck uh, Buck Rogers TV series up against X wings. Any day of the is week. Is it only though. because they were the Battlestar Galactica? Ships? They no, but they weren't though. Oh, they were okay. there. Because the Battleship Galactica, they're, oh, the, they're my favorite. These are unbelievable. Really? Stark, I'm not familiar. Stark White. So imagine like an X-wing, 
With, Daffy Ducks was sick. With pointy teeth. Oh, shit. And next one with pointy teeth. Like, that motherfucker eats meat. I'm all about that. But in any case. Ironically, no, you're not. <laughs> um, They do, not me. Um, Whatever. So that's what gets them there. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll fast forward. But, but uh, I want this series to be in the vein. Initially. But it is the series. No, no, no. This, this, uh, this How much time are you dedicating to this fucking intro? Because it's amazing. Well... It's not going to be a, a over the credits introduction, but it's going to kind of like go. Quick, this is it's more spot. so it's intended to be familiar to anybody who like likes to imbibe sci-fi stuff. Yeah, but also as well as to people who watched religiously the season and a half that it was on TV. They're like, ah, I see what they did there because it's like a one for one. You like this? What about that? You like this? How about this? Um, but it's going to get us new there. paint on the old car. Now that being said. We get to this future Earth. And there has been some shit going on, right? So they take us to New Chicago, which is from the show. And um, things are relatively lighthearted. And Buck is, he's kind of had, again, Joe Manganiello. Yeah, the yeah. Perfect casting. But, but with, Joe, like, with Joe, we are going for more of that season one vibe. Well, let me finish. Okay. So we're going to have that vibe, but it's not going to be an extended period uh, period of uh, <clears throat> of entertainment. That's not the real story. Like, that's where he gets to. So in the form of Swallow It Now, you're gross. No. Uh, in the form of a montage, you're going to see kind of that lighthearted. This is how we do. Like the fun part of Demolition Man. Yeah. Oh, this is this and this is the future and this is better, right? But there's something a little rotten in Denmark. Uh, he's checking monitors. Oh, their security systems like very involved and stuff like that. Every once in a while, like a bunch of fighters just will fucking go off tearing, out, tearing, uh, tearing us down the hallway and stuff. And he's like, what the fuck is going yeah. on here in reality? And uh, as he's getting situated, he'll have his moments to shine, like, warrior stuff. Like, oh, this guy doesn't play around. They obviously knew what they were doing back then. And he gets acclimated to the technology relatively quickly because it's not... And gun's still kind still, of a gun. Yeah, and a fucking joystick is still a joystick. Tight-ass, uh, you know, and Wilma is still, still exactly that. Yeah. He's still pushing back on, like, the, the opposition, whatever. But Twiggy's my guy, bro. Twiggy's again. He is ride or die. He's always at his side till the day Charlie one day when he's not. Oh, that's when the laughing stops. That's when Manganello. You're gonna see him go from. <laughs> you gonna kill oh, off Twiggy? So nope. But he's kidnapped. Oh shit. So they're like, yo, what the actual fuck? And the and and who got him? Spoiler alert: <laughs> the princess and those oh, ne'er do well. So like, yo, we're going to find out. What this? Because she's spurned at this point by Buck. She doesn't like it, so she takes Twiggy to. I'll take your friend. If you're familiar with the show at all, there was like the 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 wastelands, like the area that they go. There, there was a few big cities, all tech, all beautiful, all shiny and new. But there was like a wasteland out on Earth. Fuck me. So they're gonna lay. They're gonna take Twiggy out there. Lo, they didn't know my man had like a like a like an Apple fucking dot. He's like, yo, oh, find shit. my Twiggy app. Um, so Buck's like now dead serious. He's like, I'm gonna go get my friend. That's my real friend. I I don't really know the rest of you people. I'm oh, taking one of these jets, have and I'm going. And now it's serious. And Wilma's like, and they're trying to stop him and shit. They're like, no, they're, fuck him. He's just a robot. Like, we'll we'll get you a good robot. Not even where you're going, bro. Like nobody goes there. That that's that's not safe. Like that that's people have, have have gone and never come back bah, 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 bah. so he's it doesn't matter so now it's a small team that goes the people who are like no we like you too much let you go by himself uh, a hawk is there fuck yeah uh, Wilma is there Buck obviously he's gonna go get his boy 
And granted, the the baddies, they are out there. But when they finally get there, and it's going to be one of those, like, Twiggy, with all due respect, he is, um, he's a whatchamacallit. He's like a device just to get us to where we yeah. ultimately want to go and where the franchise is going to pick up is the cats that, that caused this. And this is going to be a callback to the original novella. The cats that caused this, it was because the nations formed like like a world war situation. Yeah. Multiple nations kind of like joined UN? together. Not a UN in the opposite, more of like the Axis power. Oh shit. In World War II. Like we're gonna fuck all these people up. We're gonna do what we gotta do. And that's how these parts of Earth got all messed up. It was the nation's war. It was a world war truly. Oh, fuck me. And um the reason why the rainbow flags, it's a coalition, uh it's a coalition society. But the descendants of the people that lost that true world war, they're living in like fucking squalor. Oh, right? They're living like shit. like the Ewoks lived. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. meanwhile, there are, not like, there are these bubbles of technology. And in their mind, they're the bad guys. Yeah. So it's what it's going to do is going to set up like oh. one of those technology versus. Oh, uh, to, to fuck like yourself. That's awesome. Rocks and blah, blah, blah. And this is not going to be a, a two hour fix. It's going to really launch us into, and it could be a movie that launches us into uh, a series because that's what the original Buck Rogers show did. Yeah. It had a theatrical release movie coming off the heels of Star Wars and Battlestar and blah, blah, blah. And like, oh, you like that? Here's now the, you like that movie? Here's the first part of that movie as the, as the episode number one. Here's the second half of that movie as uh, uh, part number two on TV. This was like pre VHS days even. And then they're like, oh, and now here's a series because we got you hooked. We're going to kind of do the inverse of that. Use the movie, get them hooked. Now we're going to roll with the series. Just a high production value. You know, one of these like, you know, super streamers or HBO. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. Uh, and we're going to take off. But that's the story. The story of like. I love it. Technology. Um, yeah, made our life better. But it stomped on these other cats. That's what they were fighting against. Have a little pollution message finding, if we want it. Yeah, we could work. And Charlie, the, the ultimately the series that did a ton of that, the the you know pollution and and racism and class warfare. I mean, there was a lot of stuff really to it. You it, it probably would take you maybe a weekend to watch yeah, it all. I kind of know what to. Does it kind of oh, hold man. up for old time? I like I, old shit. I loved it. I yeah. still love it now. Again, I I can't separate separate myself from the nostalgia of it all. I loved it then, so yeah. I really love it now. But um, I, I only have one question. Has to I only have one question. If I insist upon it being a movie that leads to a show, yes. and also I want the movie to end, like you get the like thirty seconds of credit, then I want the Buck Roger will return, and then you hit a trailer for the series that's gonna launch next year. Oh, but like in a monstrous form, like you see little pigs. How fucking awesome like would that be? Mm, I could do that. Yeah, let's do it. Respect. Done. You're not gonna be in the writing credits. Uh, <laughs> this is. Uh no, that's fucking awesome. I like legitimately I want to check that out. And you like wrote that 12 seconds ago. I did. It's fucking impressive. Well. Well done. I really liked it. You know, I love shit like that just because that throwback stuff sometimes feels like the most Ellis your band. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, eventually he'll get you too, man. <laughs> you, you fucking you feed the beast. You feed and the beast. Ellis is 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 actually right. The the fighters are kind of reminiscent of snow of snow speeders. However, snow speeders are amongst, if not the favorite, uh, uh, ships of mine in all of Star Wars. Which like, and you very rarely see a speeder just not fucking converted to snow. 
fucking assholes. Like, that George Lucas annoys me. Like, those new movies can have a fleet of fucking... Yeah, I've never seen a Millennium Falcon moving stuff. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. Fucking annoying. And there's not no other. There's one Millennium Falcon and all. Like, I need the fucking ship system to be explained to me. Because I can rock with it. Like, there's only one Millennium Falcon. But, like... Really? There's nothing that even kind of looks like it? Like, like a one Spare parts one? must be a bitch. Must be so... No wonder he's fucking a criminal. Bad move all the time. John, what can these fucking... Oh, my God. That's fucking awesome. That really is one of the greatest ships of all time. It's great. John, tell the beautiful people. We got to get the fuck out of here. I am uh, beat and uh, still, I think, drunk from that shot. <laughs> John, tell the beautiful people what they can expect next week. Oh, snappy, nappy dugout. So um, there's about 35 trailers floating around out there. <laughs> Uh, and we kind of insist that you watch them all because uh, the haves and the have-nots <laughs> so to certain kaiju that are just swimming the oceans right now is unbelievable. Uh, Charlie and I are going to make it a point to go be the amongst the last. That's true. The last to see Godzilla minus one. You're welcome, Ellis. Um, but also as well as there are some trailers for some other Godzilla-related uh, uh, things happening so check those out if you haven't seen godzilla minus one be like us and go check it out now um but um there's gonna be more hijinks and long-winded bullshit coming your way so be ready fuck yeah but there's only one way that we end each and every episode of u.s comics guest john if you could be the the embodiment of the next set of rules because first you gotta turn the power on then you gotta turn the volume up, tune Bad Mary in, open up the window wide, and scream out to the night sky. Say you must make it. We are.